welcome to Emanuel Episcopal Church in Rockford, Illinois. We are so happy that you are joining us this morning, brought to you by Facebook Live. And we are so excited also to be telling you that we will begin in-person worship at the end of July. So we will be allowing 38 parishioners in for morning prayer. And if you would like to have more information about our church, please do visit our website at www.emmanuelrockford.org and sign up for our weekly email. Thank you for worshiping with us again today, and may God bless you. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. By what we have done and by what we have left undone, we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Amen. Lord, open our lips. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Together let us say the Venite. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, for his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. The psalm appointed for today is number 89. Your love, O Lord, forever will I sing. From age to age my mouth will proclaim your faithfulness. For I am persuaded that your love is established forever, and you have set your faithfulness firmly in the heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn an oath to David, my servant. I will establish your line forever and preserve your throne for all generations. Happy are the people who know the festal shout they walk, O Lord, in the light of your presence. 
They rejoice daily in your name. They are jubilant in your righteousness. For you are the glory of their strength, and by your favor our might is exalted. Truly, the Lord is our ruler. The Holy One of Israel is our King. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Jeremiah. The prophet Jeremiah spoke to the prophet Hananiah in the presence of the priests and all the people who were standing in the house of the Lord. And the prophet Jeremiah said, Amen. May the Lord do so. May the Lord fulfill the words that you have prophesied and bring back to this place from Babylon the vessels of the house of the Lord and all the exiles. But listen now to this word that I speak in your hearing and in the hearing of all the people. The prophets who preceded you and me from ancient times prophesied war, famine, and pestilence against many countries and great kingdoms. As for the prophet who prophesies peace, when the word of that prophet comes true, then it will be known that the Lord has truly sent the prophet. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold, the darkness covers the land, deep gloom enshrouds the peoples. But over you the Lord will rise, and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will stream to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawning. Your gates will always be open. By day or night they will never be shut. They will call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Violence will no more be heard in your land, ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day. By night you will not need the brightness of the moon. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Do not let sin exercise dominion in your mortal bodies to make you obey their passions. No longer present your members to sin as instruments of wickedness, but present yourselves to God as though who have been brought from death to life and present your members to God as instruments of righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under law, but under grace. What then? Should we sin because we are not under law, but under grace? By no means. Do you not know that if you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness? But thanks be to God that you, having once been slaves of sin, have become obedient from the heart to the form of teaching to which you were entrusted, and that you, having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. 
I am speaking in human terms because of your natural limitations. For just as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity and to greater and greater iniquity, so now present your members as slaves to righteousness for sanctification. When you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. So what advantage did you get, then get from the things of which you now are ashamed? The end of those things is death. But now that you have been freed from sin and enslaved to God, the advantage you get is sanctification. The end is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The word of the Lord. Song of the Redeemed. O ruler of the universe, Lord God, great deeds are they that you have done, surpassing human understanding. Your ways are ways of righteousness and truth, O King of all the ages. Who can fail to do you homage, Lord, and sing the praises of your name? For you only are the Holy One. All nations will draw near and fall down before you, because your just and holy works have been revealed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Matthew. Jesus said, whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Today's reading from the Gospel of Matthew is quite short, but in it, if we unpack it together, you will see that it has much meaning for us today as it did for the disciples of Jesus and the followers of the new Christian community long ago. Matthew is obviously writing for a group of people that are trying to understand just what it means to wait again for Jesus' return. They have been waiting with expectant hearts and minds, and as we know, when time drifts on, people fall away from the movement, people become disillusioned, people become angry with one another, and there's arguments that break out. So Matthew uses the words of Jesus to call us back to remind us that prophets, people that choose to speak out for justice, are often maligned. 
that people who choose to take the hard road are mocked and laughed at and ridiculed just as Jesus was. But out of those movements and out of those people's actions, we find a new way to follow the Lord. We find a new way to act and be in the world. When Jesus is talking about the little ones and offering a cold cup of water, he's talking about what I, I termed last week as the expendables. People that were cast aside by society, that were looked down upon, that were maligned and forgotten, standing on the side of the road, sitting and begging for crumbs of food, money so that they can at least purchase food for the day, children that were pushed out by their families because they couldn't afford to keep them and feed them, or they just found that they were another burden for them to carry. So they pushed them out and they became known as expendables to be exploited by the world. Thankfully today, most of us do not grow up in that kind of milieu. We find that we are loved and cared for, and that water is one of the things that keeps us healthy. And I was reading this week about what it means to be, remain hydrated, which they're always talking about in the news. And a person can only live three days without water. So we know that it was very important then as it is today to offer water, which was a way of offering hospitality to someone. But we also find gaps in our social structures. 2.2 million people in this country do not have running water in their homes, which means they don't have a way to bathe, they have no way to clean their kitchen utensils, they have no drinking water. And it's most apparent in the Navajo land, where people have nothing. People, families drive hours to a pump so that they can fill their containers for a week and take the water back home. People on the border of Texas are frightened because there is no water. And they, if there is a brush fire breaking out, they will not be able to put it out, and certain doom will fall upon them. We've heard about the cities and school districts that don't have running water in their buildings. We remember the story of Flint, Michigan that was brought to our minds by Barack Obama visiting them. But we also know that the water is still unclean there, and it seems to get worse. People in West Virginia and North Carolina don't have access to water. They rely on dirty creek water to drink. And cholera, which was once thought to be wiped out, finds its way back into our systems. There is an organization called Dig Deep, which is working diligently to end the water crisis in this country. They say in the world the next big crisis will not be the pandemic that we're living through, but it will be that there is not enough water for everyone. But Dig Deep is working in the United States to make sure that people do have clean water, that water is piped into homes, 
because we know that when people are able to access water, as we did this morning for a, a shower or a cup of coffee or tea, that life is better, healthier, and our longevity is that much more. It is difficult to think that in this day and age there are people that don't have the luxuries which we think of as necessities. That they don't have the option to wash their clothes as many times as they want or to go to the tap and get a fresh glass of water. So what Jesus is telling his disciples that when you care for all, even the little ones, you're caring for God's creation. And God's creation started with the waters being parted. Moses parted the Red Sea so that, pardon me, so the Israelites could make a way across. Jesus was given new life by the beauty and the birth of baptism. When he went into the water and came up, he was a new person. Jesus asked the woman at the well to give him a drink. Water plays such an important part in the gospel stories, indeed in the whole Bible, that we forget that there are people who don't have what we have. If you would like to go know more about Dig Deep, you can Google them and find out all of the work they have been doing in Navajo land and indeed in the to clean water for all places in the United States. It's a worthwhile organization and it's one that is so desperately needed, especially in times of this pandemic, when we count on good health for all of our citizens. This is not just an issue of, this is an issue of justice, as the Bible is an issue for justice for everyone. We often think that the Bible tells us stories of long ago, of stories that are quaint, but they are ring true even today. Because even the problems that we faced in the biblical times are problems we still face today. Problems of injustice and hatred and misunderstanding. When the prophets speak out against those things, they too are maligned. But we know that if we follow Jesus and pay attention to his words, that we too can make a difference. It doesn't have to be much. It's offering water. It's offering a, a, an ear, a hand. Those are the things that Jesus is talking about when he says to extend even a cup of cold water. A cup of cold water can be more than just a drink. It can be a lifeline. And that is what we all hope will happen in our world. That we will be the lifelines for people to find justice and mercy and peace. They're not easy things to accomplish. And we all know that we've been working for these things since Jesus walked the earth. And we will continue. But hopefully we have turned a corner in the last few weeks. And we will begin to shine a light on those dark areas of our society and begin to understand and know that not everyone is equal. Not everyone feels heard. Not everyone has the access to the things that we have. Water, fresh food, 
clean soil. And it is up to us as followers of Jesus to make sure that that happens in our lifetimes. For us, for our children, and for our grandchildren. Amen. join me in an affirmation of our faith by saying together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, 
the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Lord, keep this nation under your care. And guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon the earth. Your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten. Nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God. And sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Almighty God, you have built your church upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Grant us so to be joined together in unity of spirit by their teaching, that we may be made a holy temple acceptable to you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. O oh God. You made us in your own image and redeemed us through Jesus Christ, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purpose on earth, that in your good time, all nations and races may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. God of compassion, be close to those who are ill, afraid, or in isolation. In their loneliness, be their consolation. In their anxiety, be their hope. In their darkness, be their light. Through him who suffered alone on the cross, but reigns with you in glory. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. In union, blessed Jesus, with the faithful gathered at every altar of your church, where your blessed body and blood are offered this day, and remembering particularly my own parish, and those worshiping, especially those on our parish lists, Amber, Delbert, Eric, 
Jason, Jessica, Jennifer, Jordan, Linnea, Lisa, Mickey, Molly, Nancy, Nick, Peg, Rob, Eli, Jim, Will, Stephen, Mel, Susie, Richard, Oscar, Kristen, and Tricia, I long to offer you praise and thanksgiving for creation and all the blessings of this life, for the redemption won for us by your life, death, and resurrection, for the means of grace and the hope of glory, and particularly for the blessings given me and for those celebrating a birthday, Zach, and anniversaries, Dan and Megan, Fred and Becky. I believe that you are truly present in the Holy Sacrament, and since I cannot at this time receive communion, I pray you to come into my heart. I unite myself with you and embrace you with all my heart, my soul, and my mind. Let nothing separate me from you. Let me serve you in this life until, by your grace, I come to your glorious kingdom and unending peace. Amen. Amen. O God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold, pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered in your name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. 